Hello, everybody, and welcome back to That Park Life Podcast, where we help you live that park life whenever you're here in town. I'm Greg, joined as always by... Your girl, Beth. Your Happy New Year, back. everyone. We are back. Yes. We made it. We made Greg, it. Greg, we made it to 2023. Yes. I feel like everyone was like, I had a crap year <laughs> <laughs> for the most part. I'm like, mm, you know, most people aren't really saying that, mm. but um, post-COVID, I feel like it was like the year of like enough post-COVID where, it, I don't know, it was there was just something rough about it. But gear up, everyone, because 2024 is going to be terrible because <laughs> no. it's an election year. Gonna, oh, maybe, yeah, we'll see. <laughs> so enjoy this year because the following year is probably not going to be as fun. Um, the reason um, I like election <laughs> years is that I get to wear my Aladdin and Genie make Agrabah gate, yes. g- gate great again shirt. And I updated <laughs> like, are it. are they making the- <laughs> I updated it to have the 2024 on it. So um, you'll oh. see me pimping those out as we get closer. And yes. they'll be for sale. Yeah. Actually, they're probably already listed and somewhere, but they will be for sale. I'm also going to be getting one of those okay. and I will be wearing it a lot. People like it. When I used to um, wear that, so I I made, thought of it in 2016. That's all we're talking mm-hmm. almost eight years ago now. And whenever, whenever I've worn it to the park, usually people will be like, What's not like I vote for them? I'm like, cool, thanks. Yeah. So get ready because 2024 we're gonna be pimping it yes. out. Um, but anyways, yeah, I'm excited for this year. It's an exciting year. Here's why. Yeah. We're gonna be hitting okay. our 200th episode next mm-hmm. week. Next and week. And I feel like we should talk about how if you have a podcast player that numbers the episodes, you're looking at today's episode, and it says 198. And here I am saying that next week is going to be 200. Well, what happened, y'all, is that we had to remove Mm. two episodes. Mm -hmm. It's not nearly as dramatic or uh, interesting as you might think, except for the one time we had a special co-host. We found out he was doing inappropriate things with underage people. So we're like, whoops, got to pull that one back. (laughs) And the other one we just had to pull back um, was a a cast member chat that maybe got too in-depth into some um, Mm -hmm. uh, proprietary information, confidential information. Which it really wasn't, but it was more of like a yes. cautionary. Yes. Anyway. An abundance of but yeah. caution. But yeah, we actually have released that many episodes. Yes. You just can't Here to listen to them all yes. right now. <laughs> Whoops. Um, so anyway, that's that's one exciting thing for us this year. And mm-hmm. um, believe it or not, we've been doing this. It will be four years next month, which I feel like is a very Crazy. long time that we've been talking about Disney in directly into your ears if you have headphones on right now. Yeah, people are like, do you talk about the same things there? And I'm like, like we have enough things to talk yeah. about. We just because they're like, how do you come up with topics? I'm like, I mean, they just pretty much Greg thinks of them. <laughs> they come to know <laughs> today part. is actually shout out. Today was a um, was a topic submission in yeah. our survey. Um, I believe it's where I got mm-hmm. this from. Um, so thank you. We we do I do read over every every topic suggestion that you do, and and I'm grateful for this one because um, I think it's an interesting concept to talk about mm-hmm. the the queues in the parks. So we're starting with Magic Kingdom, and it'll be part one because we're not going to get to all all attractions. We're not going to be here for yeah. two hours talking about attractions. We'll split it up, and um, yeah, yeah. So we have a couple of episodes probably throughout the year talking about all these uh, ride queues. Excited to do that. Well, you've done some things. I wanted to hear all about your stuff because we haven't really talked much. Yes. Um, since like Christmas and New Year's, and I know you had visits going on. So wait, Christmas um, and New Year's I'll... happened? I didn't even realize that. I know. Yes. Jeez, everything kind of flew by so quickly, but yeah. also not quick enough. We <laughs> spent, or I really, I spent Christmas Eve, part of Christmas Eve in Magic Kingdom. I really wanted to do a daytime experience for Once Upon a Christmas Time Parade. We obviously saw it as part of the Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party this Mm -hmm. year. But last year, I was able to go into Magic Kingdom on Christmas Day to see it in the daytime. I was like, wow, like this is a, it's a fun parade and it's cool at night. Yeah. I think it's a great parade. And um, I had a, um, I just like, you know, I really just want to see it. So I had the idea to go on Christmas Eve because we had different plans for Christmas Day. And also I wanted to try some new menu items, or at least one of them over at Cosmic Rays, which you know is like... Mm -hmm my home away from home in the parks as far as food goes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was a 12 o'clock showing of the parade. So if you're wondering like, what's the park like on Christmas Eve or even Christmas day? um, I'll tell you this. So it was 11, maybe Oh five when I got to magic kingdom on Christmas Eve day, by the way, it was like 40 something degrees out. So a little Mm. chilly, but I'm still a very busy time of the year, right? It's, it's probably the busiest week that that happens all year between Christmas and new year's right around that time. Christmas Eve was a Saturday, so it was pretty busy. So yeah. at like 1130, 
I started walking toward um, Adventure Adventureland Liberty Square area to try to find out like, hey, where do I want to see the parade? I want to make sure I got a good shot. I want to make sure the the trees aren't casting a shadow on the characters or not fighting the sun with my, right. So I wanted to get, like the best mm-hmm. to get some nice photos and videos. And I might have been the only one looking for a parade spot. And I thought like thirty minutes before the parade, usually there's like there's some people like you know. If you ever see them sitting down on Main Street, but for whatever reason, just no mm-hmm. one. And the ropes were up, right? Like, they were everywhere. And there really mm, weren't anyone, like, claiming their spot. I'm like, am I missing? I'm, like, checking the app. I'm like, it's 12 o'clock, right? Yeah. And it's, like, 1240, and there's just still no one, like, lining up. I'm like, huh, okay. So, I'm, like, I'm walking almost the whole, like, from, like, Pecos Bill up to maybe right where the Liberty Boat, um, like, line is. So like, I'm just walking mm-hmm. up and I'm trying to find a good spot. Kind of turn around the corner a little by the Christmas shop. Like, so I find my spot right outside a Liberty Tree Tavern. And it's like 11.50. And I'm still the only one there. Like, I'm like literally to the left of Weird. me, like 30 feet into the right. I'm the only one that's lined up. And, I, and it, by the way... ask I, a cast member? Well, no. By the like, way, I'm alone, uh, right? So I'm always self-conscious yeah. when I'm alone in the park. Because I was like, oh, there's a grown yeah. man by himself. No kids. <laughs> Weird. So... Um, and I got like my big camera, right? I got my bag. Like, I'm eating a banana. Like, everything's weird. So... Um, <laughs> And then it's like 11.55, and then out of nowhere, literally everyone shows up. It's the weirdest thing. It's like they were waiting. Uh, okay. Um, mm. So you can get a great spot is the moral of the story. You don't yeah. necessarily, um, on this year anyway, um, have to line up super early. And I just, I, I got a good spot. Um, I, th- I like to think I got some some good photos of some of the uh, floats. I know I had posted it, I think, on my personal account at the Disney Greg on Instagram. And, uh, you know, got some f- fun videos that I had posted to our story that day. And uh, it's just a really cool parade. It's fun in the day. It's fun in the nighttime. If you can get to it, they do it every day between um, this year was the 23rd and the 29th. It's probably consistent each year. So to, otherwise, you'd have to go to the Very Merry to see it. They just do it every day, right. twice a day. Right. Um, and it's kind of nice like that. Same thing with the fireworks. It's the Christmas party fireworks at night. Just way more crowded <laughs> than if it were a Christmas yeah, party. Yeah, I was going to ask how the, like, what was the crowd level like? I mean insane it, or it's it's strange there were a like just buttloads uh, of people that's a that's an actual measurement everybody a buttload mm-hmm. there were buttload. multiple buttloads of people on main street but as you went as i went into the rest of the park it was pretty well spread out i don't know why everyone was maybe mm-hmm. i think they might have all been getting like their photo you know with like the decorations yeah. on the side of the big tree and stuff shopping Sh- probably, probably I, oh my gosh i try foolishly went into the emporium and i made it like three steps in and i was like peace like i don't need anything like, that, nah, that bad nah. get out of here with that um, yeah, but the rest of the park, don't get me wrong. Like Peter Pan was still a ninety-minute wait, and the yeah, I was wondering what wait times were looking. weren't like. wild. They get more wild as you approach New Year's Eve. Um, that's really like the big, okay, the big day. But anyway, I had one of the new menu options over at Cosmic Rays. They added a couple of things. They have a pulled pork sandwich and um, a sweet and sour salad, either with shrimp or chicken. And I was like, oh, perfect! I love a good salad. I love a good salad with chicken. So let me try it out. So I got the sweet and sour chicken. It's mixed greens. Grilled chicken, pineapple, peppers, crispy noodles, and a sweet and sour dressing. And I just Yum. thought it was so good. Like okay. all, like borderline, I don't want to overstate it, but borderline table service level. I just thought it was like, it was super filling. So good. To yeah. me, that's a guilt-free dish. Like I ate it and I didn't feel gross. Like I felt I felt like would I had you, a good meal. Would you say it's better than Hail to the Leaf? Totally different. Different experience. Okay. okay. Um, but if I had to choose between the two, if I was like trying to remain... I'm going to use the word healthy because hell to leaf involves a deep fried chicken tender, whereas this is grilled chicken. Yeah. I probably yeah. would lean towards this cosmic ray salad. But when I'm looking to indulge a little bit, I'll probably lean yeah. towards Columbia Harbor House. Well, that's good to know, though, because, I mean, like when we when we're in the parks, we feel like Pecos Bill's kind of the only like mm. thing to get that's kind of, um, you know, guilt free, like as far as mm. health wise. And so it's good to know that there's actually like a good salad. Like good thing out there so yeah and, i mean now that uh epcot's kind of stepped up their game with the new f- uh, food over there yeah, i feel like it's time for oh, cre- cre- Chris, connections it's time yeah. for Ma- um magic kingdom to kind of step it up a little bit yeah and i got it with chicken you can also get it with shrimp i'm just always kind of hesitant to get like shrimp i know i don't know it's probably fine i get shrimp the tacos shrimp when we better. go to the commissary at hollywood yeah. studios i don't know why i won't get shrimp at cosmic rays i have yeah. no idea they probably get better shrimp than you think it's pretty good Overall. I'm weird about it, like, if I'm too far inland. I mean, I know we're inland, but I'm like, it's Florida, yeah, so... Yeah, surrounded by it. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway. So that was Christmas Eve, and then on Christmas Day, you went to Epcot, We went right? to Epcot, yeah. You may have already heard this if you listen to our bonus episode, uh, what we call our Pat Chat, our Patreon 
a chat. Uh, I talked a little bit more about this, but we went to uh, Epcot on Christmas. We had a fun mission that we wanted to make sure we accomplished that day. But aside from that, we uh, we had a great time. Like it, it wasn't like super super busy. But then again, we did one attraction. Do you, do you take a guess what attraction it was that we did in Epcot? What's something that like mm. might not have a line that's like still kind of almost worth doing? Like figment. We Wasn't did figment. figment. Yeah, we did journey yeah. into the imagination. Well, because you were wearing you? your you were wearing your figment shirt, right? No or sweater. No, uh, no. I took a picture of figment in this holiday sweater. I wanted to make sure I saw holiday sweater figment while gotcha. we were there. Okay. Okay. And um, that Ryan has fallen apart, y'all. It was. Oh yeah. Can I tell you, like, you know, I don't normally point <laughs> out the things that are not going well. That needs some TLC because there were yeah, two I... sections of the ride that had no sound. Oh, it was that's bizarre. not good. No, we were like, we know this was the room where you where you're um, singing along to the Figment song with like the eye chart and the optical illusions. It was yeah. just silent. <laughs> we but were like, like, I'm also wondering if anyone said anything to the cast members, like if they were aware of it. I don't know. I didn't because a it. lot of times that stuff, like no people are like they just whatever, and I'm like, but maybe something just wasn't turned on. I don't and know. And they were like not aware that it wasn't working. You know what I mean? It Stuff was like that. Whole, it was like, just oh. strange. We got stuck. I've never I've never been stuck in that ride before. Like like it just wasn't moving. So like the yeah. show ended, like in the, the dark part with the train goes by, right? Um, we just didn't move for like a minute. So and we could see the other room. It just was bizarre. And the rooms between that optical illusion oh no, when you're leaving the upside down part and you you're about to go into the part where the screens drop and it's like the big like final number. Um, we yeah. were waiting outside that door, which, by the way, you might not even notice there's a door there because it's usually seamless. You don't even notice it. We were waiting behind a door to go into that next mm-hmm. show scene, and we can hear the whole performance of the figment thing before we got in there. Weird. So, like, if this was That's your weird. first time, you're like, oh, my gosh, they're going to do the figment song. But, like, you know, you yeah. might not know. Um, hmm. And and the the very last part is the reveal where you uh, you go underneath the moon with Eric Idle's face on it, mm-hmm. right? And then you're mm-hmm. in the room that's all lit up, and then eventually the light comes on. You're like, oh, this is the exit. But they still had the lights on, like the regular lights, as well as the little lights that are in the wall to give. And I was like, oh, like all the fun stuff is taken out of it. Interesting. Yeah. It was a weird thing. So weird. But other than that, we had a great time. We had dinner at the, uh, nope, we had lunch over at the uh, Land Pavilion at Sunshine Season. I had a nice little uh, sweet and sour chicken. I guess I had sweet and sour chicken twice. I'm realizing once was with rice, though. And Nicole got her, I think she had the salmon dish or a salad. I don't remember. She usually gets one of those two things. Yeah, I think the salmon over at like the grill station thing. But overall, a great, honestly, it was a fun time at Epcot. Um, it's just nice to be there on a holiday, and it's always like yeah. a different vibe. Where it's not as crazy. Yes. Now jump forward to New Year's Eve, and you guys were at Riverside. Yeah. I want to hear all about you know, that. If you are looking to travel for New Year's Eve, it's a good time to be at a resort because it's one of those times where resorts just do extra stuff. So other than your normal like day-to-day recreational activities at the pool and stuff, you know, and they have their, they always have their paid for things like tie-dye and like those types of yeah. paid for arts and crafts and whatnot around the community halls of the resorts. For New Year's Eve, there's always just extra stuff. S- small, small things like the hat. I don't know if you saw me in the hat that I have. Yeah. We try to get one every year. We're three years in a row now of getting that little hat. But um, like at Riverside, they had a little DJ out on the little dock behind, you know, like the the main, the lobby there that overlooks where... You get on the boat, the boat launch there. And um, if you saw, I posted a few videos. They have like the 2022 balloon where you can take a picture and then you can mm-hmm. take the 2023. So you get like the, you know, leaving one year, going to the other. There was a DJ out there. They were handing out all kinds of stuff like the glow necklaces and things. And there okay. was a cupcake race. And if you're like, hey, Greg, what was the cupcake race about? Well, it started way too late for me. Um, it started at nine o'clock and there was just no way I was going to start an event at 9 p.m. Because we were in bed yeah. by like 10 so yeah. I, I just don't know what that was all about. But there's all kinds of free stuff included. And You're um, like, wait, what kind of cupcakes are we talking about? Yeah, either way, I, I'd rather Is there sleep. a peanut butter pie at the end of this? Because I'm not doing it unless there is. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. I was like, I'm not everybody. It's not going to happen. Um, yeah. But it's just it's just a fun time. They just have extra stuff going on. Like, you know, the DJ and is, is fun and, and you can just have like mm-hmm. extra fun, right? Like, oh, you have it's no, no additional charge. You just go over there, hang out. Yeehaw Bob was doing his thing. I wouldn't say that was necessarily anything special mm-hmm. for um for the holiday, but all in all, yeah, we had a great time. And and um they had a New Year's Eve and day exclusive treat. Um, I don't know if you all saw it, but I, I did post it to our story. Mm-hmm. It was called the Millionaire Shortbread Bar. I what, what's why millionaire? I don't. I guess is this a thing. If I describe uh, this to you all, and it sounds yeah, like oh, the millionaire like a... means this. Well, yeah, there's like a 
I'm it's a dessert. There's like millionaire cookies or something or millionaire bars or something oh, that's like okay. there is a dessert that's called like millionaire something. Ah, so well this one that's what it is. Their version of the millionaire shortbread bar, again available only only New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, and I am crossing mm-hmm. my fingers that they bring it back next year because I would absolutely get it again. It is a shortbread cookie topped with caramel, chocolate ganache, toffee pieces, and salty pretzels. And they also put the year 20, like they wrote 2023 on the top of it. It was excellent. I had half of it then. I brought the next, the uh, other half of it to work the next day. And it was wonderful. Yeah. Um, There is, so it's millionaire shortbread is what it is. It's sugar spun rum. It's a simple Mm. shortbread with caramel and thick chocolate ganache. Yes. That's okay. That's that's, what it was. Yeah. Like that's basically, it is like a a well-known dessert. So there you go. I thought this was like a a great Gatsby thing. I don't know. I was trying to figure out what the connection was. Like, I don't know. You're like, what's this like fancy thing they're trying to do? Yeah. Like millionaire bars is a normal, that's what I was like. I know there's some kind of recipe. I'm trying to remember what it is. Yes. If, yeah. And like, you've probably had them before somewhere. Mm. You just don't realize that that's what the name of them was. Mm, Okay. It's kind of like, um, actually, I feel like, remember the reindeer thing that we liked two years ago? Yes. At Hollywood studios. Yeah. That shortbread thing. That was really good. Yes. But that was more of a, that was more of a mousse than like a ganache. Anyway. I like the shortbread cookie with the pretzels and the caramel. It just was really good. Hope they bring it back. It was at Riverside and French Quarter. Okay. Um, but I we ate it at Riverside. Good deal. Oh, it's January, by the way, in case you didn't realize, which means oh it's almost farts season. So farts is the festival of the arts, r- traditionally or really um, officially, it's, it's called it's Epcot always. International Festival of the Arts. But it's just much more fun to call it farts. A uh, gentle reminder. But we have these um, farts pins that mm-hmm. if you don't want to commit to the full farts shirt, which I kind of understand, right? Yeah. Shout out to Christy who wears her fart shirt to I think the grocery store. Yes, and um, hoping that someone would notice, recognizes it, and says something to her, or ask her about it, and then they don't. She gets really upset. <laughs> um, yeah, but also my favorite thing is that you still show me things that I already yes. know what they look like, and you still show them to me in the camera, like you're, <laughs> like you're being recorded, and I'm like, listen, no one can <laughs> see. Cracks, it. I just it like just to have props. I know, props. but it just makes me laugh because it's so like second nature for you just to do it i'm like yeah i know what it looks like <laughs> you're still showing it to me um so our, uh, our fart pin is available in our shop yeah. we we link to our our little our little bitty etsy shop um yeah. you know and these in are our limited ep- edition everyone okay yeah i like that Re- actually they really are i mean i only they have really four are. left in my hand yeah um we didn't have a large batch to begin with and uh i'm sorry we have uh yeah four exclusive. left exclusive so. <laughs> exclusive no one else i as far as i know yeah. And uh, we mentioned it um, before, but a reminder for you, if you ever are wondering what we are bringing to the parks with us, mm-hmm. um, myself, when I go, you know, I'm going to say weekly and Beth, who is more of a like out-of-towner traditional packer type yeah. thing, I feel like we get two different perspectives as to what we bring to the park. Yeah, I added a bunch of stuff to Good. the list. So okay. things that I'm like, I mean, it's down to the leggings we like to wear, mm-hmm. underwear, I mean, all kinds of stuff that you may not think of. It's a, it's a great list. It's like, oh, I didn't think of that. And so, that's how I learned Beth and I wear the same underwear in the park. It's so strange. <laughs> so um, all of the I don't things know if that's that bad for you or bad for me. <laughs> it's bad for everybody, really. But um, everything we're talking about, you're able to buy yourself through our, our Amazon yeah. link, and we do have to say it's an affiliate link. But all that really means mm-hmm. is you buying all your normal stuff, and then we just, just get like a small, a little bit, a, a smidge, like a little teeny tiny something out of it. Yeah. Um, but it's all your, your you know, still it's your Amazon Prime account. Nothing, nothing's different there. All the things you're used to buying. Um, you can just do it, you know, through our link. That would be helpful. Also, if you get something and you use it and you love it, let us know. We'd like to hear about it. Yeah, maybe we can add it. We'll have a, what do y'all bring? Listeners of that yeah. Park Lab podcast, recommend yeah. this. Yeah, tell us things that you recommend. We'll add it to our list. Yes. All right, let's rate some ride cues. Starting in Magic Kingdom, we're going to get to, I think, five attractions today. Okay. And uh, next time we'll cover some other ones. So next time we'll probably talk about maybe Peter Pan, Haunted Mansion, Seven Rose Mine Train, mm-hmm. um, maybe Under the Sea, the, the Little Mermaid um, attraction, maybe one or two others. But today we've got Space Mountain, Big Thunder Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, Jungle Cruise, and Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger Spin, kind of all over the place in terms of the lands of the park. And when I was thinking of this, I was like, okay, 
I wanted to do a scale of one to five because I think that's like easier. But the poll yeah. on freaking Instagram only goes to four stars. Oh. So you can only have, well, I mean, you can do as many stars as you want, but you can only have four options. And when you do I a have poll some on Instagram. in there. So, you know, it is what it is. You can kind of yes. make it a half C. Yeah, well, you know. Um, I also really like this topic because it made me think more about the ride cues. And I was like, yeah, I hate this ride cue. Or, <laughs> yeah, this actually is a really good ride cue. So uh, buckle up, everyone. Yeah, I'm excited right. about it. And some things that we're going to talk about is, you know, like the temperature of it. Is mm-hmm. it inside or outside? Does it, quote, move, right? Is it one of those lines where you're like, Ugh. yes, it's cool, I guess, but you just feel like you're crawling along. Are there things to do along the line? And then overall, just giving our, our pros and cons. And I'm trying mm-hmm. to remind myself to call it a cue instead of a line because I always thought cue was like such a British thing to say. Yeah. But it is really helpful to call it a cue because it's longer than a line. It is longer than a line. Because the line is the thing that's in the queue, right? I don't know. It's all the same to me. So let's start out over in Tomorrowland with Space Mountain. Space Mountain. And I thought it would be fun before we get into our pros and cons is to just set the mood for a moment because it's Mm -hmm. iconic. I'm sure this is going to wind up on your pros. But if you haven't heard what Space Mountain queue sounds like. It's my favorite. This is like audio porn for Bath, everybody. Let's, just, let's give her a moment. Oh, we've lost Beth. Her head is down. Oh, she's awake. Okay. But maybe she had. I thought maybe Listen, you had passed on. If you're like me, you can find this four-hour loop on uh, YouTube. So you're welcome. Yes. It's great for getting things done. Yeah. Um, all right. So how do you want to do this? Are we going to do like, let's do our pros and then our cons and then our overall rating. And then I also will share the results of the, um, polls I, we posted to our story to see how you all, uh, compared to what we, what we said about it. All right. I only have two pros. Okay. Um, my two pros are cue music and air conditioning. (laughs) Okay. Fair enough. And I'll tell you why when we get to the cons. Okay. So obviously agree with you. We know that most, I'm going to say most of the uh, queue is is air conditioned. Most um, of it, part, yeah. The other part of that's on my con. Um, and of course the music, right? Which We've is newer. That's It's newer that some of it's not. Yes. Like inside anymore. I don't know, you know why I mean? they do that. But anyway, so uh, music, absolutely. I put on a pro that it's dark. Um, it is dark. I like to I like to point that out because there's something to be said for not only it being cool but dark. I feel like there's something about mm. light that like kind of keeps you awake, whereas the dark, I feel like I'm able to relax more. It's yeah. also great for avoiding people. If That's you happen true. to notice someone that you don't want to talk to, you might not even see that they're there. Hi. It's great if you have to pick your nose. Maybe no one will see you. Mm. I don't know, um, but I consider the dark atmosphere in there yeah. um, a plus. Um, Toward the end of the queue, there's that spot where, well, really the end of like the tunnel part of the queue, I guess you should say, before you reach like that command center. Um, We're off to the left and right. You can see in through like the hole in the wall where Mm -hmm. you can see the other guests in the rocket, like in their like little pre-launch area. About to launch, yeah. Yeah, and I think that's cool because it's just like, you know, you've been waiting. At that point, you've probably been waiting some time. So it's a nice like little way to get you hyped up. And I don't know. And you can wave what, at them. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, I don't know what you all do, but like, do you all wave? Do people wave back? Because I wave. I'm I, like, I'll woo! wave. Yeah. they're like looking at you and they're like, woo! And you're like, woo! Um, It's just like everyone's getting excited because they're about to see, I, Like when I'm on the attraction. So if I'm in the rocket and I'm looking out toward the queue, like I'll wave and people are like, who, who are you, guy? Like what? <laughs> I don't I'm just trying to be friendly. You're like, I'm you, but in like 30 minutes from yeah. now. <laughs> I could tell you all about it. It's um, very, I mean, it is very nostalgic for me, but like, as far as the pros, I'm like, yeah, I mean, if you love the eighties, like you're going to love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Cause some of those videos are very old that oh they gosh. show like right by yes. that area that you're talking about. Um, but did you have any more pros? Before yeah, one more pro, and it's a small pro, okay. right? Like this is not okay. going to make or break your ride queue experience mm-hmm. here. But one pro is that um, if you're a smaller party, make sure you're paying attention at the end because you might save yourself yeah. maybe like five minutes. Not all yep. attractions kind of are laid out in a way where you can do it like this. But if you are a party of two or maybe even three, um, you'll hear the cast members in loading area say party of two, party of three. And, and often mm-hmm. like sometimes there'll be like 30, 40 people in front of you that are all larger parties. Or uh, they're just not paying for. attention. Or they're not paying and attention. If, so like I'm like waiting. First- my hands yeah, like if you're the first up. one to raise your hand, they're like, uh-huh. Yes. And then everyone everyone in front of you, it's like they don't know what's going on. And you're Correct. like, they 
Like, I know what I'm doing. Yes. This happened to us actually a lot at Disneyland Paris. Mm. I mean, I was constantly like, I'm watching, I'm watching. Because we, <laughs> we were able to cut the line so many times because no one else is paying attention. And they would say it and you're like, yep, right here, party two. And <laughs> yes. they would pull you forward. And Space Mountain is one that's like pretty easy to do that with. You can mm-hmm. skip a lot of people if you're paying attention. So. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you've waited like 95% of the, of the <gasps> yeah. line queue. But... You might you're be able to skip to the last five percent. Just pay, you know, pay attention right there, and you're as you approach the loading area, and be ready to raise your hand if you're a smaller party yeah. when they ask for you know a group of two or three, yeah. or one if you're by yourself, right? Right. Just make sure you're right. listening for that. All right. That's all the pros that I've got for Miss Space Mountain. All right. What do you have for cons? Cons. Although there are some things to look at throughout the tunnel, um, I would say they're not terribly exciting. You may yeah. remember there was that interactive game that's mm-hmm. not operating anymore um it looks like it's still there but it is not um it's yeah. it's not a game anymore i do have to point out and this is not a pro or a con but this is just something that you all can laugh at now um when you see it but um sometimes we talk about diarrhea and and to shorten <laughs> it i don't know how this came to be but um well ju- this is like super personal i'm realizing um, sometimes we'll just shorten it to the word Rhea, right? So people don't always know what you're talking about. And by the way, I'm not going to play sound effects here. That's not the point of this. Nor Thank am I going to talk about the act of it, but just know that this is about the word diarrhea. Okay. But for whatever reason, one of the constellations on, um, on the, in the queue there, like on the left, like, you know, how they have like the stars and they'll like show you a, one of them mm-hmm. is, is Rhea. I think it's a planet <laughs> called Rhea. So like whenever we go oh. on it, like I always take a picture of it and send it to my brother-in-law because it really, it's him and, and my wife, Nicole, who like invented that abbreviation for it. So that's our little inside <laughs> joke. So when you're waiting on the attraction um, on Space Mountain on the line queue and you see the little Rhea, just think of me and think mm-hmm. diarrhea. 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 When you're going down the slide and you Some see other something glide. Diarrhea. <laughs> okay, anyways. When you hear, uh, what is it like when you're climbing up the ladder and you feel a little oh, splatter? Diarrhea. Ladder. There's a bunch of them. Oh, gosh. We could, we could come up with a lot of them. Um, okay, what else you got for cons? I got um, the line often spills to the outdoor uh, part of the queue, right? And again, this yep. is a, a semi-new development over the past couple of years when it's busy, almost like they're kind of gating how many guests are, are in the indoor part of the, the queue, I think. Mm-hmm. But either way, that outdoor line is brutal because you'll, you'll see the rope set up. Um, and sometimes it goes back to like the cool station, like that red like, yeah. spaceship thing that's, you know, out so there in Tomorrowland. So hot. Too. And you're just in There's... direct sunlight. Yeah. So you're just basically counting down the minutes until you're inside the building before cool you know down. you're saved from the evil, evil sun. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's just there's just no shade and it's not great. Um, I mentioned the interactive games have been disabled to remove. I also want to point out that some of the walkways and or spaces are pretty tight. So some parts of the tunnel, like, you know, sometimes you're around people. Um, mm-hmm. If someone floats an air biscuit, you'll know, right? <laughs> Like it, you can't hide that, and uh, it's just it's just tight spaces, and you know not everyone has the yeah. same let's say hygiene practices. No, they as, don't. As some of us, <laughs> so you're kind of trapped in some tight spaces uh, yeah. there in Space Mountain. You literally said everything that I, I basically said. Oh so my gosh. I mainly said like the line can be very long. I.e., yes. if you're outside, you're like this is very long. But um, it doesn't move. The line doesn't move very mm. quickly, it seems like. Or at least it feels that way. Um, I said the same thing about the kickback sections, especially when you get there. Like, everything's pretty close. There's not a lot to lean on. If you're leaning on something, you're kind of in other someone else's business. Like, you're in yes. there. So um, it can be good for eavesdropping if you're stuck there for a while. But That's a pro. You know what? That's yeah, an interesting pro. pro. Eavesdroppability. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, you're just kind of really close to to people mm-hmm. especially if there's like one person that keeps coughing it's like you oh keep passing them i hate that even pre-covid um, don't cough on me right like yeah. i want that and um my air biscuits thing as i said <laughs> that it can be a dutch oven because <laughs> basically you're just stuck in there especially in the tunnel if someone's popping them off like yes you're stuck there's nowhere for it to go you can't um so yeah those are my cons Um, I I do want to mention um, just a a substantiation of your claim that it feels like it's not moving. The general capacity per hour for Space Mountain is usually around 1,800 guests, which, as you'll hear as we talk about some other attractions, that's on the lower end. Mm -hmm. So it it like literally is a slower moving line because of the ride capacity. Yeah. So we pretty much almost always try to uh, 
hashtag fast pass uh <laughs> fast pass or you know genie plus it or whatever at that point yes or like if we see that the wait time is low then that's when we'll go do it oh yeah um, i mean you can but... get there at certain times of the night like sometimes depending on the season when the fireworks are going on if that's not yeah. your thing if you're ride motivated like beth you might want to run over there um so my overall rating for this queue would be a three out of four Three out of four. Okay. I said two out of four. Okay. I had a feeling. Yeah. Um, All fair, right? No right or wrong here, I think. Yeah. Um, So as far as um, I mean, everyone knows that Space Mountain is like my favorite attraction. So I'm like, the the ride queue is just not great. Yeah, not great. Love the. So we posted um, these uh, these uh, these polls to our Instagram story on Instagram at that Park Life Podcast. So if you missed it this time around, keep your eyes peeled because we'll be doing it as we precede these episodes. So a few days before we record. You'll see these stories pop up um, there on Instagram. So we had put it out for Space Mountain with the same rating system, one, two, three, or four stars. The winning vote was for three stars at 50%. Okay. So those of you that responded, half of you said three. The next highest was two stars at 26%. So I feel like that's really pretty much what you and I have just been talking about. And then uh, 18% of you were at four stars. So there were more than you know quite a quite a bit of you that really like yeah. it and there was a a, a small percentage six percent that gave it one vote one star for one a star. vote okay. which i understand right there's again no no right or wrong so overall when, i mean when you're comparing and it depends on what you're comparing it to right because if you're comparing it to like um a lot of the newer attractions like are like yeah it's crap because yeah. the, right the newer attractions like their whole point is that they're making the cues incredible so yes or Cosmic Rewind, right? Like, you can't compare. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah. Spoiler, sure. we're going to give that one a good rating when we get there. Yeah. So, um, based on the votes and how most, you know, 76% of voters said either two or three stars, I feel like that's going to be our we'll overall stamp. Let's say two and a half. And again, like, a lot of these are just things to think about when you're going to wait in these line queues. It's like, yeah. think about some of these things, especially if you have little ones. Well, I was um, thinking, like, why would, why would Greg, like, why would I want to know what other people think of a ride queue or, like, what what's the point of thinking about it? I was like, well, if I'm really, like, getting to the point where I'm choosing what I want to try to get a lightning lane for or mm-hmm. something I'm willing to wait in line for, yeah. then I would like, oh, you know what? Is it really going to be worth my time? Yep. Or am I going to enjoy this experience? Um, and yeah. maybe you won't. And so basically, I think what we just determined is you might not experience the ride mm-hmm. queue of Space Mountain minus the music. Speaking of that, let's move to Big Thunder Mountain. All right. That's our next one. Okay. Um, I only have a couple pros here. I have that the top pro here is that it moves continuously. Yes. I feel like this is oh, one I've where got you... Some Big Thunder Mountain music. Oh, here we go. Sorry. Well, no, no, no. It's fine. It'll play in the background. It'll yeah. set a little mood as we talk about it. Yeah. Um, I do like the music of Big Thunder Mountain. I think the theming is great. Really yeah. good theming. Uh, the line does move, move continuously. And um, there are things to do in the line queue once you get yes. up to like the kind of covered area. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it's like not really enough time because you're constantly moving. So there's mm. not really a lot of time to play with those things. But there are things to do at least. Okay. That was my I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, unlike Space Mountain, and this is a pro here, is that the ride capacity is 2,400 guests per hour. That's a lot, right? That, think about that. Mm-hmm. We said space was about 18. We're talking 600 more guests per hour. So this this yeah. line is, is usually moving. Um, you mentioned some interactive elements, and I wanted to just spell them out a little bit because if you don't know, either you don't remember or you've never experienced the attraction, I want to make sure you know what we're talking about when we say interactive um, yeah. so you kind of have your expectations set at the appropriate level. <laughs> um, one of the interactive elements is um, as you get to the indoor part of the queue where you can like overlook the boneyard kind of area mm-hmm. right there's this there's a crank like you can wind it up and then it has like a little gauge and when it gets up to charged there's a little handle next to it that when you press down like you would like with dynamite and stuff or like in the cartoons yeah. that's one of the things you press down you, you'll hear a blast in the distance so like mm-hmm. that's something you might want to get your kid or your i don't know late 30 something year old white balding dude named greg to do <laughs> so uh there's also the minor bird equipment. So there's another, uh, later on, there's a crank. When you spin it, you'll see an animated canary in the window next to it. You know, the canary would be the bird that would go down into mm-hmm. the into the mine, which is really kind of awful. But either well, way, there's, it's there's part of the history. There's lots to look at as far as like signs yes. and posters and... Oh, don't worry. I got signs, yeah. lady. Hold on. One more interactive thing. There's another crank. And this one, it's got like a bunch of moving images on it. So when you turn it, it kind of like animates mm-hmm. it and this green light goes on. I don't really know the purpose of the green light, but you get to spin it and then like you see things, which is kind of exciting. 
Um, when I was thinking about some of the hidden or maybe like maybe obscure details in the queue, I just, for whatever reason, couldn't remember everything. So I Googled it. And sure enough, I came across an article from The Mouselets. Mm. So shout out to The Mouselets, mm-hmm. themouselets.com, um, with their article, <laughs> Five Secrets and Facts About Big Thunder Mountain. And I was really Ooh. grateful to have found it because I knew that there were some posters, but I'm like looking through my phone to find a picture of them. And I was like, I don't remember when I took that photo. So luckily they had it right there for me to look at, which was great. Um, they, um, they pointed out how the height stick on the way in is just old railroad equipment, which again... Is that going to make or break your ride queue experience? No, but just know that that means they're taking the theming here kind of seriously, right? Right. Um, there are the signs around the queue. One has one that um, refers to it as the Big Thunder Mountain Company Store, and it lists the proprietor as cost us a lot, as if you're saying mm. this cost us, cost a, us lot. a lot. A little, a little nod from the Imagineers talking about building the um, attraction. So the whole sign says this. Miners are required to purchase mining equipment, clothing, and personal items from company store. Non-company store supplies will not be permitted on Big Thunder Mining Company property. Fees deducted from earnings. All sales mandatory. All sales final. We appreciate your business. (laughs) Just a nice little little thing to get you maybe uh, giggling as you're waiting online. Um, One of the other signs is about Pecos Bill. So you'll see it. I think this is closer to the front of the indoor portion of the queue. But at the top, it says, Lasso Your Hunger at Pecos Bill Tall Tell Inn and Cafe. So as we all know, Pecos Bill is an actual um, mm-hmm. quick service place in in Disney. And we talked about it on our Why Do They Call It That? Why do they call it that? As to why it's called Pecos Bill. But it's cool to hear in this attraction, they have a nod to something else over there. Um, also, or across the way, I guess, in uh, Frontier. Yeah, it's like anyway. you can kind of see it, I guess, if you're up there. Yeah, you got to kind of like look out squint. and see it. Yeah. But, yeah. The rest of the sign says, chow down on down home cooking. Belly up to the world famous mile long bar. And in the article from the Mouselets, they mentioned how there used to be a mirror there to wait so that it looked like the mm. bar just kept going on and on, which is kind of an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. And this sign finishes out with, eat like a coyote at Pecos Bills, where every order is a tall order. So, in other words, you got some things to look at yeah. while you're um, while you're um, running around. Uh, there's one last sign too that says, "Prior to leaving the premises, all miners must empty boots, pockets, and so forth." Mm-hmm. Who do these people think they are? Tell me I what know. to do. It's hardcore, man. That's a lot of rules there. Yes. Um. Okay, let's talk about the cons here. Yes. One other you... like small oh. pro is that when you're around the perimeter of the queue. You can see the attraction, which I feel like does a good job of building up some anticipation for you. And for me, that's like some good people watching times because you get to like see how people react on the ride or like when the ride stops short and everyone like jumps forward. Um, (laughs) So just a little bit of people watching is uh, accomplished at the on the perimeter of the outside of the queue. All right. My cons. cons. My cons. My first con is that this is my least favorite queue. Um, because why? Because it's so freaking hot. Unless like until you get underneath the covered, which is still mm-hmm. hot up there. It's not air yes. conditioned or anything. It's outside. So if it's hot, you're going to be hot the whole time, yes. but you might be hot standing in the sun for a little bit, mm-hmm. even though everything moves continuously. Like if you're still outside, you're kind of like climbing a hill Yeah. and it's very hot. So mm-hmm. I, that is one that I'm like, I like the ride, but I would rather do genie plus for that because i don't like standing in the sun over there it's just so hot like when i think about it i'm like no i don't feel like sweating it out because (laughs) then when you get underneath there's so many people under there so everyone's body heat is also like kind of compacted yeah so it just makes it even hotter when you get under the covered area and i just i hate it i'm with you i don't like it i'm with you there um yeah those are my cons okay (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mentioned... If my, that's not in, enough for you, you know you know me so well. Like, I just, I can't do the heat. It's so hot. I'm with you. I mean, I wrote, it's it's really, it's essentially no air conditioning until you mm-hmm. get down when that little... Until you get right the to the very, like, until you're basically about to get on the ride. And then you're yes. going back outside in the heat, so... Exactly. And there's, and I get that, you know, sometimes it's covered. And I know, I think they might have, like, small fans around, but it doesn't get the job done. There's no breeze up there. It's just no. stagnant, hot air. Mm-hmm. And same note about this as with Space Mountain same thing there are some tight spaces especially when that line splits and you're in that you know as you approach the loading area yeah. and i get why it does that because there are two sides but like you're 
it's like a single file space basically yeah so you you, can, you get pretty familiar with the people around you and um yep. yeah every, really everything you said is is what i had written down too so my overall rating for this attraction was a total of two stars for me the cons far outweigh the pros yeah uh i gave it a one because it's okay. my least favorite i love the ride i just am like uh i can't yes. i hate the queue i hate it yeah i totally get it and i you know I, I think there are some fun things to look at i just wish it was cooler that's it like yeah. i mean like temperature cooler yeah i would enjoy the things to look at more if i wasn't just sweating to death if i wasn't expiring yeah. in sweat um as far as our poll results go 58 percent voted this attraction queue with three stars what so seriously 58 percent the next the next highest beth was four stars at 22%. Oh, man. Which means 70% of voters were either four or three. Next was two. And then we had only 2%, which I think might have been you. I didn't look to see who voted with what. It was probably but, me. <laughs> there was a handful I of I was like, votes. zero. Can I give this a zero? Because I handful would. Handful for two. So I get yeah. it. I mean, for one. Um, I, I get mean, it, it right? Better. I mean, yeah, it's better. I'm like, I just, I don't like the heat. So yeah, a lot of these I'm people thinking, probably aren't thinking of that. Probably not. And that's got to be different whether you're there with kids and stuff, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you and I both are, are traveling without kids. And yeah, I would assume that some of the kids love running around and trying to grab at the things that are interactive. So like that's probably that might be contributing to a slightly higher. Meanwhile, you, when I was a kid. <laughs> I don't remember being hot. Like I don't remember uh, like being uncomfortable in the oh, heat. I, I remember re- being hot, but I don't remember being like sweaty. Like this was miserable. I just remember being warm. Oh, no. I just all it was like ingrained in me that like you, when you popped out of Disney, the womb. You're like, this is too well, hot. Because because we always went in the summertime and I'm like, it's okay. always hot there. Like I've, yeah. I mean, I just remember the first time that I went when I wasn't hot was with Doug's family. And I'm like, this is a new thing for me. It's like coming here and not sweating to death. Yes. Um, was like a whole new thing. Mm-hmm. But also I'm like the person that's watching all the kids touch everything. And I'm like, I'm <laughs> definitely not touching that or just people in general. I'm like, Mm-mm, I ain't touching that. Especially <laughs> post COVID. I'm like, Oh, hell no, I'm not touching that. No. Not today. I'm like, that's great. Maybe if I can get a wipe, I will touch it. <laughs> but no thanks. Ugh. I'm right. an old lady, everyone, okay? An old um, lady in her right. late 30s. Let's move over to the seas, the Pirates of the Caribbean. You got some music for it? Yeah, of course I do. It's my number one pro. Get ready to vibe out with some yeah. Pirates of the Caribbean. It legitimately makes me happy. Me too. Just hearing this? Me too. That was my number. My top pro was the music. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so um, in addition to the music, I would like to point out that the outdoor per- portions of the ride are at least in the shade. Um, yes. It's a lot of a lot of switchbacks in there in the covered part, but it's at the very least in the shade, right? That, it's that's in a the pro. shade and there's Usually a lot of room. Yes. There's a lot of room. You're not like sardined in to that Correct. portion yes absolutely so, that's kind um, of nice i also wrote the smell i feel like for me it's instant <laughs> as soon as you walk under the pirates of the caribbean sign where it has the wait like the wait time mm-hmm. quoted there like i feel like you just instantly smell that pirate's water and maybe mm-hmm. it's a, a thing of nostalgia for me i know i'm not alone people who do like candles and stuff all yeah. you know sell the the pirates of the caribbean scented kind of thing so um, I just, I love the smell and that to mm-hmm. me is a, it's a reason to enjoy the queue. Yep. Um, I also want to point out the ride capacity here. Mm-hmm. So space was 18, which was on the lower end. So a mm-hmm. slow, you know, low capacity. Um, Big Thunder was at 2,400 guests per hour. Pirates is 3,000, right? Wow. This is all average. That's it all lot. depends on whatever. But yeah, that's so the line is going to be moving mm-hmm. for the most part, um, which which is what you need, right? So, um, and obviously a big pro is that most of the queue is, is indoors. And I feel like that's, usually it's good air conditioning in there. There are some places that are better than others. Yeah. I find that to be a good air conditioning. And it's like pretty much as soon as you hit those doors, like Mm -hmm. going inside is that air hits you and you're like, oh, thank God. Um, that's good. And it's kind of dark, but there's a lot of light in there too. Like, yeah. Not quite as dark as Space Mountain, right? No. But like it still creates a nice vibe in there. There mm-hmm. are a couple of things to notice inside that I'm going to list as cons because I always appreciate if there's at least something to entertain me in one way or the other. But depending on which, you know, part of the line you're on, you might be able to look through the like the windows with the bars and mm-hmm. see the chess game that's going on. Um, that is the eternal game where it's just in an eternal stalemate. Um, you can... As you enter, so like in that part we're talking about as soon as you go into the indoor portion, 
At the top there, it says Castillo del Moro. Spend the next couple of minutes Googling that. Find out mm-hmm. some history on the attraction while you're waiting. Or you can go back and listen to our deep dive on that. Mm-hmm. We did a deep dive of our classic. Or it was a deep dive of boat boat rides yeah. around Walt Disney World. And we have a whole bunch of stuff on Pirates of the Caribbean there. We should start doing that. Here's a pro. It's an opportunity if you listen to our podcast. That's right. We're not going to tell you. in the queue. <laughs> um, there's just a couple of small things, right? I mean, if you want to learn or brush up on some on some yeah. pirates information, you can also do that. something to note here is there are a lot of hidden Mickey's around this, mm. like in the queue. So yeah, okay. Um, there's like you know there's hidden Mickey uh, books out there. Yes. There are definitely um, some in the pirates queue. So something else just to do. Okay. And there's like more things to look at. I think because um, there's kind of that. Um, it's really dark in that corner now, but there's like a prison cell, like a jail cell that yeah, doesn't the really have where it has the weapons, yeah. right? Yeah. And they have that other thing. So yeah, um, there's I, things to do. I I actually included that kind of in my con because okay. if we're ready to talk about cons, I guess I'm kind of mad. I wish it were more interactive because mm. when they do the interactive stuff for the Halloween party where they have gunpowder Pete in right, there, right. I wish that were all the time. And I I understand that it's a business and that means they have to pay someone to do it, but like. Yeah. The idea of there being real pirates, like real entertainment, mm-hmm. and the queue is like such an enhanced and elevated version of this queue that when it's not there, I'm like, oh, what a what a miss, what a bummer. I feel like they could take those areas too, honestly, and play um, and put you know play some music where it sounds like someone's around the corner or something. You some know what I mean? Effects. Yeah, yeah, some kind of sound effects. Like I mean, because they've done that in so many other ride queues that I'm mm-hmm. like, I wonder why they haven't really done that here. But I mean, the music itself, I love so. You're kind of like listening to that most of the time anyway. Yeah, but, that's true. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have a lot of cons here. I feel like the line moves pretty smoothly because there's mm-hmm. just so much. Um, the ride capacity, like you said, is high. I, it can get stinky at times. Like, I feel <laughs> like not not like fart stinky, but sometimes that water smell can be like sulfury. It's too much for you? Okay. Yeah. So if you're not used to that, you can be like, ugh, just kind of sulfury smelling. Some people it's nostalgic and some people it's like, what is that? But I'm like, that's the Florida water. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't really have many other cons. No, I mean, I've noticed that sometimes like the Wi-Fi in there is pretty bad. That's like mm, a first world, yeah. almost millennial problem. I get that. But, just but I guess if know. you're trying to like get another uh, mm-hmm. like lightning lane or something. Then, yeah, or book yeah. your dining and stuff. Yeah, yeah pay that's attention. True. Or post your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lot of cons. For me, the big one is just lack of interactive elements. It's not, yeah. not, I feel like I don't think I'm being entertained too much on the attraction. So yeah. my overall rating for this was three stars. Okay. I'm going to actually go, I have four, but I was like, <gasps> I'm going to actually go with four bum, and bum, a bum. half. I'm going to go with four and a half stars. Okay. Um, so yeah, that was mine. What is, uh, what did the crowd oh, say? Overall, the number one, uh, with 46% was three stars. Okay. And then the next was four stars at 37%. So the, the clear majority, I mean, we're talking, it's like 70, 80 something percent, basically, were either three or four. four stars. So okay. we'll call that three, you know, three and a half, four. So that's a, yeah. that's a pretty good indication of this is a popular ride queue, or at least a, a an enjoyable An enjoyable one. Mm-hmm. Yep. I do like it. Worth, Plus there's a bathroom. The there's a bathroom really close by. So like you yes. can run to the bathroom and get back in line really quickly. So. Oh, no. Oh, I thought that was it. I was oh, like, oh, I was imagine like, we, a... we ended right at the yeah, crescendo. <laughs> All right. Are we ready for our next one? For Jungle Cruise. Yes, ma'am. Good old Jungle Cruise. Um, A couple pros here. I have that the it's covered for the most part, unless yep. you're like, you know, unless the line's really, really long, which it can be really, really long. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the theming is great here. There's a lot of theming. I think the music is great. Um, It's, there's things to look at, but it's like, more importantly, I think, listen, like listening okay. to the announcements that are coming over. Um, there are things to look at, but I would say mostly it's like, I like listening to the announcements and stuff. And then when they do Jingle Cruise and the songs and stuff, yes. it's just fun to listen to those. Um, let's start there. I brought some sound. So um, the announcements you're talking about is part of the AWOL radio station that's mm-hmm. there. Of course, we know what, what AWOL refers to, but... This is um, just a little compilation. Now, bear with me. It's about two minutes long, but listen, okay? okay? This is just a compilation of some of the things you'll hear if you listen closely to the AWOL radio audio while you're in the queue at Jungle Cruise. And now here's today's river tip from Skipper Bill of the Congo Connie. Bill says, 
If it rains in the jungle, who cares? That's why they call it a rainforest. Thanks, Bill. Any travelers who may need to exchange foreign currency during their voyage needn't worry. There are banks all along our rivers. In addition to beautiful Malaysia, Burma, Siam, and Cambodia, Lotus Tours offers two new destinations, Boston and French Lick, Indiana. That can't be right. Uh, correction, that's Borneo and French Indochina. Bookings may be made at any travel office within a thousand miles of this jungle outpost. Attention skippers, if you're looking for some variety and need to log extra time at the wheel, another group of, uh, volunteers is being shanghaied for nighttime excursions down the Congo. These fascinating cruises through total darkness can be both exhilarating and unpredictable. All skippers should take note of the following changes along the jungle cruise rivers. First, it is no longer considered sporty to hold small children over the edge of the boat while traveling through the hippo pool. Contrary to popular belief, this does not stop their ears from wiggling. That's the hippos, of course, not the children. Second, due to the fact that a boatload of passengers on board Zambezi Zelda entered a Cambodian ruin and failed to come out, any and all temple ruins are now off-limits to your cruise. And finally, passengers requesting extended tours should be referred directly to the booking office where they will receive immediate medical treatment. <laughs> so There's good. just a, a small sampling yeah. of what you might hear. And you might have noticed that it talked about the temple being off limits. And of course, right. that's the temple, sometimes referred to as Shirley's Temple mm -hmm. um, or the Root Canal, depending on your skipper. Um, and we wind up going through it, which is an interesting little nod to the attraction while you're on the queue. So you got to listen. I'm aware that it's maybe sometimes loud. People are talking. But if you can catch it when you're underneath the speaker, just see what you can catch when you're there. Yeah. What about cons? What you got? Hold on. I got some more pros. Oh, you got How more dare pros. You? Okay. All right. Yeah. So you you kind of heard um, some of the music that was in between the um, like little announcement things. So... There's just something about like old timey music that's interesting, mm -hmm. right? It transports you. It takes you to another time. I think it's supposed to be like a 1930s thing. I don't know. Someone will correct me if I'm wrong on that. But if you're wondering what kind of music I'm talking about, some with, with some hard hitting lyrics, here's just a little <laughs> snippet of some of the music you'll hear while you're waiting in the queue at Jungle Cruise. I'd like searchlights in the night, gorgeous teeth and snowy white. Take a look, here comes my ball and chain. I don't use the phrase ball Look and chain. Look out, here enough. comes my ball and chain. <laughs> She's a real sunny gym to me. That would me. be your wife. Yes. Um, yeah. Great, great jams. Great jams. Yes. So just like kind of fun music, right? And some puns and some jokes in in the announcements there. Um, one other thing is something to look at while you're waiting. You know, this is not going to take up the entire time of your queue. But there is one sign that is changed for the holiday season for New Year's resolutions. But the rest of the season... It's a sign that has a list of missing persons and mm -hmm. missing boats. And, of course, they're like punny names, right? Mm -hmm. So um, for the missing persons, you'll see some names like Al Belate, like I'll be late. I'll be late. Um, this is a great pair of people. Eileen Dover and fell in. So Eileen Dover and then Anne fell in. Eileen Dover and <laughs> fell in. Great. And one other name is it's the initials B-N and then Eaton. Mm-hmm. Being eaten, as in being eaten, yeah. great, love it, probably by the lions. And then as far as the boats go, here are some examples. Uh, Lost, Lucia or Lucia, Blown Up, Bonita, Fateless, Fiona, or Run Aground, Sue are some of the missing boat mm. names. So again, you probably are just walking right by that, but it's yeah. one of those attractions where Things you might want to look around and see if there's some type of joke or a pun happening because, you know, Jungle Cruise is basically a series of puns on water. 
Right. So of course they're going to have that same treatment in the queue. Love it. That's all I got for pros. Okay. My list of cons is longer for sure. Yeah. Um, I just said it is hot. Hot, hot, hot. It's very hot. And there's like no personal space. Those mm-hmm. those like kickbacks are quite small. Like if you if you need to like turn your body around, it's like you're gonna hit someone else. That's just the reality of it. Like there is no there's not enough space to like turn your body around in the line, basically. And the line can be long. Mm-hmm. So long. And I feel like that's one of those lines that doesn't really move. Like if you're stuck, yeah. you're like you're in it. So the um, ride capacity is, is similar to space. It's at the 18 ish mm. hundred per hour. So it's, it's on the lower end for the park. Yeah. yeah. Any other cons? That's what I that's what I had. Um, when you said it was hot. You better believe <laughs> the first thing that came to my mind. It's been a while. We're getting the extended version. <laughs> I feel like we haven't played that in a long it time. It has been so long. I was like, oh, yes. I forgot about that. Oh, mine. Yeah, it's so the way good. he just it says is, it in the beginning. It is that hot. It is that Wait, hot. Wait, I got I to gotta hear him say it one more time. Oh, mine. <laughs> <laughs> That's how you feel when you're in the line at Jungle yes. Cruise. That's what I'll tell it you. It is hot. Jungle Cruise it, is one of those ones that we just are like, nope, we're going straight there. Because we want to ride it, but we're getting it done so that we don't yes. have to wait in the line. Yes. Yeah. I mean, you know, I know we're t- focusing on the queues here, but the rough part is if you do all of this and you if you do wait in the line and it's outdoors and it's hot the whole time and then you get on the boat and if you're stuck near the motor, you might as well just jump in the river. Okay. Yeah. By the way, don't jump in the river. Please don't. So um, my cons, I mean, same kind of stuff going on here. It's mm-hmm. all outdoors. And although it's covered, there's no breeze, no real air movement. I know there are some fans. They're just, to me, they don't cut mm-hmm. it. There really isn't any interactivity in this attraction either. And I feel like there could, I mean, there really could be in any. I'm not including that spider that may or may not be working at the end (laughs) of the queue. Because at that point, you're in the loading area. Yeah. And I really don't think there's much to look at. I know I pointed out the sign. And there's like a couple of small things. But a lot of the other things like props that are there don't really have a meaning. They're just Mm -hmm. kind of there. Mm -hmm. There is one section, like a wall you can see, that has a bunch of framed photos of former skippers and some nods to Imagineers. That's re- like literally just at the beginning, the whole rest of the queue it doesn't really have anything of purpose or of significance or yeah. interest. It's in more the, the sounds. It's just like, yeah, just it's mostly the be sounds. Be quiet and listen and you'll hear some things. But yes. Yeah. All right. What did you rate this one? Overall, I gave the Jungle Cruise queue two stars. Me as well. I also okay. gave two stars. All right. What are the stars? So our voting say? goes are. Highest was 39%. So you can tell this one's a little bit more split if the Mm -hmm. highest is on a low end. 39% gave Jungle Cruise three stars. Mm. The next at 30% was two stars. So 69% were either two or three stars. So I feel like that's the... That's the majority, somewhere between two and three. Yeah. There were more votes for four than for, for one. I would be curious to hear from those of you that voted four stars for Jungle. Um just would like to hear it. Is it just, is it the yeah, big fans? I do it? like the music and the puns and the thing, but like, I don't know, man. It's just, yeah, it just doesn't move. It's hot. Not a fan. Yeah. Cause I'm like, we're not talking about lightning lanes here. No. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about waiting in the line. No, no, no. So right. our last attraction here, and I have a feeling this will be kind of easy, right? I mean, the Buzz Lightyear Space Ranger spin isn't known for its cue. Um, it's, it's pros. I have two things. Uh, mostly air conditioning, depending on how busy it is. I'm going to say mostly. And there's a there's a talking Buzz Lightyear, which mm-hmm. might entertain your child. Um, Do you know, have any it's sound not... clip for this one? Do you have a sound no. clip? No. Oh, okay. Just close your eyes and imagine it in your head. Yeah. You know, I guess don't close your eyes. Well, in order it's to hear very sound. like militant sounding, right? There's like, yeah, you you're almost like hearing sounds. like marching. Actually, and... um, I don't like it. I don't like the sounds. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like that. Like there's like a small, like alarm going off. Like I just, I don't yeah. know. I don't find like, really, that doesn't do it for me. It's not really whimsical, you know, mm. not really Yeah, nostalgic. that's actually a good way to put it. So those are really my, my pros. There's a talking Buzz Lightyear, not interactive, mm-hmm. talking Buzz Lightyear and that it's, it's air conditioned. If, if, <laughs> if yeah. my, I feel like if you're pros for a queue, half of it is just about how it's air conditioned. It's probably not that great. Yeah. Of a queue. Um, well, I said it's air conditioned 
uh, it moves continuously and it moves mm. quickly. So okay. those are the things that I was like, yeah, I mean, there's really not much to look at or really listen to, but it's one of those ones. that's like, you know what? This may not be like, I, I mean, it may not be the best cue, but I'm like, at least it moves quickly and it's air conditioned. Mm. Okay. So it's, it's funny you say that because the ride capacity is about 1600 per hour, which is the lowest of all the ones low. we've talked today. Um, out of curiosity, I went on Yelp and Google reviews and oh, re- reading people's reviews, yeah. um, which is ultimately a mistake because people are terrible people. But I like you can keyword search and I did like line or queue to see what other people were saying about mm-hmm. it. And um, most were saying that it moves. I'm like, do I experience the ride differently? Because I swear I've waited on that line and it never moved. Mm-hmm. But what do I know? Maybe people are like jamming into the little. I think it also depends thing. on how long the wait is. Like we typically mm. we're like, if it's a 20 to 25 minute wait, we will do it. But gotcha. usually, like, we don't wait any longer than that. And okay. usually at that point, it's just a continuously moving line. So mm. okay. I think it just all depends on how long the wait is that you're willing to wait for it. Because, gotcha. I mean, cons, like, we can move into the cons. But my main con is, like, half of the the line could be outside, depending on how yep. long the line oh, is. Yeah. And at least, at least they have tried to put umbrellas up over there, like, <laughs> something to kind of shade you. Yeah. But otherwise, like, you're just outside in the sun at that mm-hmm. point. So... Yeah, my con, same thing. Too much of the line is outside. Yeah. And um, no no interactivity in there, which is bizarre yeah. because it looks like it could be interactive. Like there are but there are fake buttons to yeah. press. So but talking the about, whole like, ride is interactive though. Like so That's the thing, right? So why wouldn't you and then you know, I yeah. was actually and this is not my original thought. I read this when I was you know, I told you I was looking up Yelp and Google reviews of it. Someone mentioned how the designs on the walls and stuff don't include like hints or instructions mm. i was like huh and i thought about it i was like well toy story mania i know the rides are not the same it's not apples to apples here they right? like tell but you al- what to do along the queue they kind of give you hints and nods as to like aim for this aim mm-hmm. for that and on this it's like oh you know what it's just kind of like yeah i guess like inside of a toy box style right it's like it might as well be a background it's there's nothing really principal there yeah so i thought it was an interesting take on on the design of the queue so no interactivity, just some Buzz Lightyear designs, right? Like nothing, no real advice or, or well, game Well, definitely not the level in. of um, mm. any of the Toy Story stuff over Correct. in Hollywood yes. Studios. So that's why I'm like, I'm kind of like wondering how long that's going to last over there because there's so mm. much Toy Story stuff, obviously, in Hollywood Studios. Like, why do they really need this here? Yep. And I mean, now don't get me wrong, that, um, that meet and greet, the Buzz Lightyear meet and greet is always packed, mm-hmm. but... I'm just kind of like, it doesn't really fit there. I mean, I understand it's like Buzz Lightyear and that's Tomorrowland, but yes. I don't know. I feel like there's other things they could do. So, all right. What did you rank overall? Um, overall, I gave it a one star. Okay. I actually gave it a three because because Whoa. of because okay. of the air conditioning, yeah. it moves quickly. Like you get, you basically just get on the ride and you do your thing. But yes, I gave it a three. We um, don't have Instagram results for this because okay. I thought about adding this one in. I You may remember that you voted for Seven Dwarfs Mind Train, yeah. but I figured that would be a longer conversation. Yeah. So we'll do a, a quick little buzz and then we'll do Seven Dwarfs, Seven Dwarfs Mind Train so next we'll, time. We'll call it a two then. How about that? We'll, we'll call, call it a I'm two. I'm okay with a two. Yes. <laughs> I'm okay with calling it a two. We don't really have any news nuggets. There really hasn't been mm-hmm. a lot of like big news lately. Um, I think everyone, they were just kind of all trying to get through the holidays at this point. So yes, well, maybe you should move to some history. Yes, we'll go back in time with some Disney history, as always brought to you by the Mouselets, who do more than just talk about the hidden details of the Big Thunder Mountain attraction. Yeah. Make sure you're following them on Instagram, TikTok, and the website of themouselets.com. Okay, what's your history item this week? All right, I'm going back to 1997, where I had to ask Greg if he remembered this, and he barely did either. (laughs) Um, At Magic Kingdom, Walt Disney World, Shrunken Ned's Junior Jungle Boats, which is located right outside the Jungle Cruise, opened. It was one of the few Magic Kingdom attractions that required a separate fee from park admission. Uh, Basically, guests would take control of their own small boats through an obstacle course. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever seeing this. I don't remember it ever being there, but now I've seen photos of it now and I'm like, oh, mm. so interesting. And I'm curious how much it costs to do that. Yeah, that I don't know. So basically you would just pay like a little fee and it was one of those like they were little, you know. Like remote re- controlled boats. Yeah, remote controlled bo- boats. And when you, um, Greg pointed this out, he's like, yeah, it's like right when you get off the line queue, 
uh, right when you get off the ride, it's over to the right. There's like a little pond area, and that's where they were. And they yeah, just like look the like the steering little... wheels yeah. are still there, but the, yeah. the little boats aren't. And they just look like little skipper boats. So, yeah. There you go. Nineteen ninety-seven. But... This week. Um, okay. Also, also, sorry, I just want oh, to yeah. throw out. Um, this was open from ninety-seven to two thousand and twelve. So it wow. was open for quite a while. some time. Fifteen yeah. years. Yep. Hmm. What you got? I'm going to take us back to 2009. It was January 1st of 2009. Mm-hmm. Disney kicked off their What Will You Celebrate campaign that year. And you may remember we talked about this a little bit um, a few episodes ago, I think, where we were talking about that time you used to be able to get in for free on your birthday. Mm. It was 2009, yeah. and it was part of this. So I'm like, oh, that's right. So it was however many years ago that was, 24 years ago now. Yes, that's I not true. Really, 14 years ago now, now. Yeah. where the What Will You Celebrate campaign. I was like, you know what? I bet you there was like an, an, adver- an advertisement an advertisement for that. So, of course, I went out and found it. And I just want to play it for you. I'm going to bring back some memories, probably. Um, see if you remember this song. This is the What Will You Celebrate campaign. And, like, the song they were doing was Celebrate You. at one of our parks on your birthday absolutely free register your birthday now at disneyparks.com what will you celebrate at the place where dreams come true remember that that was a great promotion man yeah free on your birthday i feel like i remember like Getting, I don't know, either talking about it with people about getting tickets and it's like, well, you only need a like three day pass because one of the days is your birthday. So you get it for mm-hmm. free. And anyway, but yeah, that's crazy. When did that end? That was just for that year? Just for the one year, 2009. Just for the year. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, before we wrap it up today, and Greg has a quote for us, I'm sure of it. If you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a review on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcasts. Uh, you can follow along with us on our Instagram or TikTok at That Park Life Podcast. If you want to follow our personal accounts, I am at The Real Beth McDonald. And I am at The Disney Greg. And as always, for most things about our podcast, you can go to our website if you want to submit a request for an episode share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks. You can head over there. It's thatparklifepodcast.com. You can submit a magic gram if you want to do so. It's free for everyone. Lastly, if you want to join our lovely gang of Disney nerds, you can head over to patreon.com slash thatparklife to get our bonus episodes where we dive deeper into the lives of us. You can get our regular episodes ad-free when we have ad reads, things of the sort basically i mean our shop is over there anything you can mm-hmm. think of you can get it at our website that parklifepodcast.com all right greg take it away our quote this week is from princess tiana of the princess and tiana tiana once said and probably sang but i'm not going to be doing that mm-hmm. if you do your best each and every day Good things are sure to come your way. So happy 2023, everybody. I hope you're doing your best every day. And good things come to you this year. Until next time, which is our 200th episode. Exactly. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. We'll see you next week. 